0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Read It One Night. We're kicking off the winter holiday season with some polar bear erotica before moving on to talking about how hot we find sexy laser gymnastics. Did you guess what we're talking about? It's none other than The Princess Switch 3, starring Vanessa Hudgens, Vanessa Hudgens, and Vanessa Hudgens. (laughs) Enjoy the show. Hello, listener. Rachel and I are coming to you from the same house. But (laughs) we can't figure out how to make it so that our mics don't pick each other up. And there's a horrible echo that makes us sound like robots at Madison Square Garden. So um, if you know so anything sitting about
1: in different
0: rooms yeah so we're in the same house but we're sitting in different rooms so if you know anything about how to prevent that from happening so that we can be in the same house <laughs> and in the same room that would be a much appreciated comrade please slide <laughs> into our dms or send us an email <laughs> and let us know please thank you
1: So today we're doing the Princess Switch 3, um, and along with the theme of Christmas polar – well, it's not really along the same theme at all, but i just like to relay to you an anecdote of a disturbing picture I saw last night around the time of the
0: Princess Switch 3 viewing. Which I want to emphasize (laughs) she showed me without my consent.
1: So I was just like scrolling on the interwebs as you do, and I came across – like this picture and I just like did a double take and I was like staring at it and I was like, this was like Facebook, mind you. Like I was like checking our Facebook page and this came up and I was like this, like what? I thought, I mean, I know Facebook isn't great at like filtering and like, you know, censoring what needs to be censored, but this just seems extreme. And I was staring at it and the image that my mind immediately processed was just like, a flabby small dick in like a field of pubes. Like that's exactly what it looked like. (laughs) And then after staring at it and then looking at who posted it, it was a zoo that posted it. And they were like, our polar bear program is going great. Here's like Sunny the bear or whatever. And it was a fucking polar bear. (laughs) In some hay, but, like, a close-up so you couldn't really see anything, but, like, the polar bear's, like, dick-shaped body. <laughs> I'm like, some Wait, dick. it wasn't its actual dick? <laughs> no, it was no one's dick. It was a polar bear.
0: I thought it was the polar bear's dick. What? I thought you were showing me a polar bear oh, dick. There was a window in the picture,
1: <laughs> which I didn't immediately process. No, it was a polar bear in his, like, in inside enclosure. There was a window, and there was a field of hay. <laughs> I mean, not a field of hay, like, a bunch of hay that he was, like, laying in.
0: <laughs> I thought you did not make that clear. Last night, I've spent the past 24 hours thinking that you showed me a polar bear dance. No,
1: naturally, my first thought was like, you know, is my mind just like this deranged. I need to show Allison to see what she sees. And apparently, yeah, she saw the same thing, but she never got to the point of seeing a polar bear.
0: I didn't realize it was a polar Well, because I saw it and I immediately looked away. I was like, I don't want to see a polar bear. <laughs> Because listen, Rachel, I do have specific trauma about being um exposed to animal penises against my will. See the dolphin documentary I watched like 10 years ago, where like suddenly there were just dolphin dicks everywhere. Dolphin dicks, by the way, look like like three feet long bratwursts. Like they are so and they were tracked. That's why you've never seen them before. It's oh. horrible. So I thought this was like round two of unconsensual animal penises making its way into my television.
1: I mean, yeah. If you want to go along that that line of thinking, I, the first time when we went on that like college tour when I was a junior, I went to I don't even remember what school this was. Like some school, maybe North Carolina. I don't know. And for some reason, I like thought it would be a good idea to like sit in on a random class. And it was some like random, I don't know, like liberal arts type class. But the professor saw fit to start off class with a slide of, a, of whale balls and make the joke about whales having <laughs> literally a ton of testicles. <laughs> and I was like 16 sitting there, like in my very first ever college class.
0: Anyway, we're talking about the Christmas classic, the final, hopefully actually, hopefully not final movie in the Princess Switch trilogy. Hopefully soon to be quadrilogy. Yes, I'm Quadrity. getting. Well, I'm <laughs> going to point out the specific character who I would like to be the hero of the next movie yeah. later in the episode. But quick recap of the first two movies in case any of you haven't seen them, which you should, they're on Netflix. First movie, Vanessa Hutchins lives in Chicago. There's another Vanessa Hutchins who lives in an imaginary country num- named Montanaro and she's about to be the queen. Chicago Vanessa Hutchins is a baker. She goes to a Christmas baking competition in Montanaro. They discover that they look alike. They switch places. Hi, Jinx and Sue. Eventually, Chicago <laughs> Vanessa Hutchins marries edward who is a prince of a different country and was montanaro vanessa hutchins fiance and then montanaro vanessa hutchins falls in love with chicago vanessa hutchins best friend kevin single dad kevin single hot zaddy <laughs> kevin so hot and then in the second movie Montanaro Vanessa Hutchins is being crowned queen. That's her love story with Kevin is the focus. There's another switcheroo. And that movie introduces the best character in this whole franchise, <laughs> Fiona, who is, you guessed it, a third <laughs> Vanessa Hutchins. <laughs> who kidnaps Chicago Vanessa Hutchins, a.k.a. Stacy, and pretends to be, think- thinking that she's Montanaro Vanessa Hutchins, a.k.a. so she can like be the queen and steal all the jewels fiona is a criminal she is amazing and she has a horrible blonde wig and um now in this third movie unfortunately there is not a fourth vanessa vanessa hutchins yes um my my intel on that is that they were in fact going to have a fourth vanessa hutchins but then vanessa hutchins herself the real vanessa hutchins was like (laughs) psychologically that would be too much for me to play four different characters in this movie So, which, like, fair, but also still disappointing. Um, However, that does not stop this from being by far the best Princess Switch movie, in my opinion. It was great. (laughs) The budget, way up. The
1: innuendo. Yes. The budget went up, but the innuendo scale went even upper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was very dirty for, like... Uh, christmas movie
1: another thing that's very high in this mo- very large presence in this movie is the catholic church for some reason
0: yeah <laughs> um i think this movie may have been like sponsored by the catholic church
1: but it's not like it's very like pro like they're not like yeah i don't know it's just, like, just like background characters like everyone is yeah. catholic <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> so we start off with a, a papal envoy Um, Some kind of – some like bishop showing up um, with the the special Christmas star that's like this huge like giant star for the top of the tree that gets like I guess loaned out to like different royalty every year. This year it's Montanaro's turn.
0: Stacy and Margaret are hosting a Christmas bash. So this is going to be like the thing for their tree lighting ceremony. And the background of the star was that it belonged to St. Nicholas himself, you know, aka Santa Claus. (laughs) But I mean St. Nicholas was a real person. But I'm like – This is a giant, like, solid gold star. Like, how many poor people could St. Nicholas have given presents to or, like, (laughs) helped if he had just sold the star instead of just having it on his decorative staff?
1: So, okay. So we find out. So, yeah. This is, like, going on. We're here – Stacy is doing, like, a voiceover and giving us, like, an update on all the previous characters. Honestly, Stacy is probably, like, has the most right to decide what should have happened to Fiona, being the, like, direct victim of Fiona's nefarious plans. And she's like, I thought Fiona should go to jail, but Margaret says she's family. So she got a community <laughs> service instead. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Nepotism committing much. committing treason. <laughs> In the royal – yeah, the royal pardon seems, it's like, seems like it's rife with nepotism here.
0: Yeah. So Fiona is at – uh, the Catholic Church comes back. <laughs> she's at the convent doing community service slash orphanage, possibly.
1: I don't know, but it's like really cool. It's like a castle on like a cliff in Scotland or something, in the middle of a lake. Yeah, And naturally, yeah. everyone hates her, including like the Mother Superior. They're like a fucking Fiona's pain yeah. her ass. She should have gone to jail. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Yeah,
0: she's right. <laughs> she's yeah. I mean, her her cronies are in jail, <laughs> right? Yeah, they're not related dead. to the Queen, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, we have Margaret and Stacy are hanging out – I mean, Margaret and Kevin, and they FaceTime with Kevin's daughter, who I think this may be the third actress they've had play this child. <laughs> I don't know, like, why – like, what the other actresses are doing wrong to not get invited back. Maybe but... they're just not aging fast enough. Like, maybe they want – well, no, because they want it to be, like, a year in between each thing, I guess. Yeah, it's not yeah. – Anyway, um, she is at a boarding school. She's at ballet boarding school in New York. I'm pretty sure that was a thing in the previous movie that she, like, got her that spot at ballet boarding school. Um, and her flight right. is delayed. Um, so she can't she can't come yet, which is frankly good because the daughter character was always, like, the worst one. Um, and I'm glad that, like, she's not really in this movie. <laughs> and then Stacy's on the phone. We've switched to Stacy and Edward. Um, the only thing I want to say about this is that Stacy is on the phone with the queen. Um, specifically, she's like, oh, we'll see the corgis you know, <laughs> next I've year. What do
1: see for Christmas? <laughs> We'd love to see the corgis as well. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, they're both like personally managing this like Christmas affair. Yeah. And like calling different royals directly, apparently. <laughs> like-
0: <laughs> because despite the fact that like it seems like both of these countries like are like actual monarchies where like the monarch actually has to make decisions and not like constitutional monarchies like the queen of england and like where she like doesn't really have much actual power like they're dedicating their time instead of like i don't know discussing the budget for the next year or like figuring out how to like manage the national debt they're planning a christmas (laughs) celebration uh probably because the Um, catholic church is like i don't know like what's what what is it when the mob like gets you to do stuff like something tribute, with an e? demanding tribute. No, what? they're like something with an E. Extortion. It, yeah, <laughs> the Catholic <laughs> Church is extorting them somehow. Yeah,
1: um, and then danger, because this movie moves with the like brisk pace of an action movie, like masterpiece. It's time for the big dramatic theft to happen. <laughs> somehow the Christmas star is missing and they're like oh wasn't there security and apparently the guards were all drugged by chloromethazanine (laughs) I I meant to look up if this is like a real drug or not like
0: (laughs) yeah they were it went through the vents like the gas was put in through the vents and then except that like so like you have that very sophisticated robbery because like they knocked out all the cameras and they knocked out all the guards but then the star was just stolen by what essentially just looks like someone punched a hole in the glass and then like took the star <laughs> out. It's like jagged hole.
1: And the police chief is like telling them this whole thing. And they're like, oh, well, like, could you please promise us it'll be back by Christmas? And she's like, that would be a pie crust promise. Easily made, easily broken, which like I love. <laughs> if they came up with that just for this movie. Like it's not, if that's not like a standing phrase.
0: They constantly have, like, these <laughs> random phrases just thrown around. And I'm like, who is the screenwriter? I just want to talk.
1: It's the dialect
0: of Montanaro.
1: They have their own special, like, phrases and stuff.
0: Sure. Right, except that, like, a because lot of the a real world comes from word. who's from a different country. This is a real
1: universe.
0: This is not – this That's is a documentary. <laughs> we true. know that. In this universe, by the way, there is a fourth Vanessa Hutchins because Vanessa Hutchins did a different – christmas movie for netflix that is canonically part of this universe because they watch the christmas prince in that movie and the christmas prince characters are like show up in the princess Switch universe which means there's a fourth vanessa hutchins basically (laughs) it's all in the same universe wait is vanessa hutchins in in the christmas prince no she's in the night before christmas oh yeah yeah, night before christmas
1: oh shit wait they watch that in the christmas prince
0: no 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 they watched they watched the, the, the I'm Christmas. pretty sure they watched the Christmas prince in yay, the night Before Christmas.
1: Oh yeah that's what it was. I thought they watched it in the princess switch for some reason. No. no. They do
0: there is a movie in the first princess switch they do watch a movie. They're oh no, they're watching the Christmas Prince in the first Christmas in the first Princess Switch, yeah, which yeah, yeah. then implies that the Christmas Prince the is documentary. a documentary because they show up at the coronation in the second movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know that's what it was. I was just wondering, yeah, I thought you were saying I thought there was like another layer of it that I had missed that, that like No, but in it, the implies, it implies that watching. there is
0: <laughs> in this universe fourth <laughs> Vanessa Hutchins. She's just not in this movie.
1: Yeah. So that okay. means if there is ever a fourth, it'll
0: actually be a fifth. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, Vanessa Hudgens just says doppelgangers running around the place.
1: Yeah. So naturally, since – Everyone's freaked out. What I want to know is why is it never from the star heister's perspective in these Christmas movies? You know what I mean? Like what I want is a clean heist Christmas movie. You know, you have your diehards, you have your Home Loans, you have this movie – like I wanna I want it where the bad
0: guys are like the, the heroes. <laughs> well, yeah. listen, stay tuned for my theory about who should be the next hero of the fourth <laughs> Princess yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. Because I think I'll satisfy that need for you. Yeah. So Stacy, Kevin, Margaret, and Edward are all freaking out. Kevin is just Oh, so fucking hot in this <laughs> he's so fucking hot he's got like the full beard which I don't think he had last movie he's in a tight turtleneck and I'm like I just oh Netflix knows what the people want especially because Edward god bless him I love him he's, he's like a sweet man but he's the biggest fucking dweeb on the planet <laughs> he's, just a, he's a dummy
1: he's not hot or competent he's not even he's hot just, yeah he's just standing there like saying things that are like apparently, like, intended to make them feel better, but are obviously just, like, any any fool could see, especially Kevin, can see that it's making Margaret feel worse. He's like, oh, well, I remember when my grandfather, Pappy, lost the family jewels. And she's like, oh, they got them back, right? And he's like, no, he was almost deposed. And we only found bits and pieces centuries later. And Kevin's just like, dude, shut up. Anyway, naturally, because – the Montanaro police, much like police the world over, are lay <laughs> <les> incompetent. <laughs> Naturally, the only logical solution to this is Stacy being like, well, if the police don't have any leads, then it's up to us to come up with something that, that the police haven't thought of. And I'm like, you know what, Stacy? Vigilante justice as the, <laughs> as the ruler. Is that even vigilante? I guess you are the state. No, it's not. They're Yeah, they're the state. They're the yeah. rulers.
0: They're the head of the police. <laughs>
1: yeah. Of course, the only solution is Fiona.
0: Yeah. Well, because they're like, we need someone who thinks like a criminal. Naturally, the only criminal that we know <laughs> is our yeah. baddie, Fiona.
1: And at this point, Margaret is like, Fiona's the only family I have left. Well, except her mother, but I haven't seen my aunt in years. And at this point, I was like, oh, oh my yeah. God, this is going to be the fourth never aging Vanessa Hutchins is going to be this aunt. I was sorely disappointed, but that would have been great. Unfortunately <laughs> Just immortal. But we
0: are like, oh. <laughs> who's fiona's mom she wasn't introduced in the last movie and we meet fiona they come and get her and they're like we need your help introduced with her with
1: her theme song fiona has a theme song i
0: forgot (laughs) that she had a theme song and it was so much better for the for like for the surprise remembrance like she had this sexy like what instrument is it like like saxophone theme song like yeah (laughs) It's like imagine bill clinton on like the 90s like late night show playing fiona's theme song like that's the vibe that we want you to have
1: (laughs) um so yeah they're like oh can you help us out and this is when we find out that her friends got like actual jail (laughs) we get the gang all back together because apparently if they can get fiona out of the convent they can get yeah the friends out of jail
0: yeah. Um, and Fiona sees Edward. She's always flirting with Edward for some reason. i like, why would you do that when Kevin is available? I don't know. But she's flirting with Edward and she's like, oh, hello, royal six pack. And I'm like, <laughs> Edward barely has a chin. Like, are we sure that he has a six pack? Like, not to dunk on this actor, but like, if anyone's going to be royal six pack, it's Kevin. The unfortunate thing for Kevin is that his name is Kevin.
1: I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I feel like that does knock off a few points.
0: Oh. <laughs> I think he pulls it off. I think he's just so hot that, like, the name Kevin just sort of glances off of him.
1: Yeah. I really can't remember if Edward was, like, at all appealing in the first movie. Like,
0: maybe it's a no. Like <laughs> I think everyone watched the first movie and they were like, why would Stacy ever choose Edward over when Kevin is right there? <laughs> like, <laughs> because Kevin has a crush on Stacy. That's how he falls in love with Margaret because he thinks he's, like, flirting with Stacy, but he's actually mm. flirting with Margaret. Poor Margaret's hair, also, just a note, they really seem to lean into the fact that she's a queen and that queens apparently have to have helmet hair. So it just gets like progressively worse over these movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is, I mean, if you want like a a just in your face example of like the difference that hair can make, just look at these three actresses. Because like honestly, it adds like 15 years to, to her. And it's obviously the same Vanessa Hutchins as the <laughs> other two. But like, like I never, I don't know. I feel like I, yeah, bleach blonde hair has never been, like, the best option except in this movie. Like, it's just very clearly Fiona. I don't know. At least to me, like, she just looks like the age that Vanessa Hudgens actually okay. is. Stacey's okay. Stacy's hair yeah, is fine. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, think, I think Fiona still,
0: like, wins somehow in Maybe. my opinion. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Fiona is like, we're going to need some help. She's like, I may be a criminal. But that means that I also have criminal friends and more specifically, a criminal (laughs) ex-boyfriend slash childhood friend. This is a childhood friends to lovers spy story friends. This is what we want this Christmas season. And his name is Peter and he's super high tech and super hot.
1: (laughs) Yep. And we find out that Peter, the reason Peter has like all this like high tech shit is because he used to work for Interpol, but then he like got fired for stealing some diamonds, which was a setup. Do we ever find out like who set him up? No,
0: I thought that was going to be a dramatic reveal that like he was set up, but unclear whether Peter actually stole these diamonds or
1: not. Yeah, there's definitely got to be a fourth movie just to like clear that up. I feel like yeah.
0: I-, I guess we just take his
1: word for it. I don't know, but
0: the fourth Vanessa Hutchins is the one who framed Peter for stealing the diamonds at Interpol. Uh, yes, anyway. along with the hero. Yeah. Mm, okay. Now we'll is what that. he. Now is okay. So now Peter runs a security company, which is important later and yeah uh, in a very funny way (laughs) Also,
1: I feel like the the vibe that this gave me initially and like throughout was like this is finally you know how like every like kids I don't know how to describe it like kids show that involved the kids doing cool shit always had like a backup like a team member who was there like doing all the spy shit you know like like, nerdy like Wade Wade and Kim Possible this is Wade and Kim Possible finally getting his own romance storyline yes but like he's also hot you know he's not like a little kid obviously (laughs) yeah Wade grew up
0: Wade grew up, and he's coming into his own. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, Fiona gets the happy ending she deserves. Wade gets the happy ending he deserves. Except mm-hmm. his name is Peter, and he's hot in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also I think he calls her Pemmy because
1: she's like Fiona Pembroke or something. Yeah, he's like you'll always Pembroke. be
0: Pemmy to me, <laughs> which is frankly annoying. Anyway, we have a brief. We get more information about Fiona's mom. Her name is Bianca, which is such which is. I Frankly, I think a very good bitchy mom name. Peter also had daddy issues, but he made peace with his dad before his dad died last year. And he's like, you should make peace with your mom. And Fiona is like, In when hell freezes over.
1: He really, he really lays on the guilt trip thick. He's like, I saw him last Christmas, two days before he died. That could happen yeah. with your mom. And everyone's just like constantly like coming at her from that angle. And I'm like, that is just like, yeah, okay. If she was like shitty your entire life.
0: Yeah. Why would the last two days be any less shitty? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I personally think that Fiona does not need to forgive her mom, but unfortunately this is a Christmas movie and family it has to be forgiven in Christmas movies.
1: So there's the flashbacks of Fiona as a little kid, um, all ready to get picked up from boarding school by her mom for Christmas. For like the two days a year, she's going to see her mom. And her mom's like, oh, sorry, honey, I've got a plane to catch. And then we get this like sad scene of Fiona giving her mom like this cute card that she made. But her mom like leaves anyway. But luckily, there's a little boy Peter there. And he's was like, also
0: abandoned by his parents. <laughs>
1: yes. And he like makes her feel better. And then they go outside to look at the night sky. And he's like, look at those upside look at this super fake ass super imposed upside down <laughs> big dipper he's like you wherever you are you look at the up at that like and you know that I'll be there too like looking up at the same thing
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's wonderful. It comes back multiple times and every time I see this like upside down big dipper I'm I'm laughing. <laughs> um he has hacked into Interpol naturally because he's a hacker and also and he is familiar for- with the system. Yeah. yeah. And he's like this chloromethazine is only sold in what was it? Age like China except there's also a dealer in Geneva, Switzerland conveniently. And I hacked into their security cameras and look at this this man named hunter cunard <laughs> <laughs> Just such a weird like very like very dirty name like it sounds comfortable like, yeah. so dirty it really does. hunter cunard, cunard cunard whatever either way bad um who is a billionaire tycoon slash thief and steals things and he's like well he bought this gas and he clearly has a star. So they come back and tell yeah. the royal gang and are like, we clearly have to steal the star back from Hunter.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I always, in in movies like this, I always zone out at the part that they're, like, making the connections of, like, how they know who the bad guy is. Because it, like, never makes sense anyway, I feel like. It's rarely worth the effort to, like, follow along. But <laughs>
0: that was a good summary. And, but this is just very simple, like. <laughs> I still zone out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so Fiona goes back and she's like, Oh, I got my friend Peter here. And they're like, Isn't he the guy that got fired from Interpol last year for stealing the diamonds? And that's when he's like, I got framed. And, but we never he's find like, out. Allegedly. Like, who <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also find out that Fiona has like a history with Hunter, right? She's like, We had a bit of yeah. a Stevie. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Yeah. A Stevie, what?
0: <laughs> It's like very – Hunter and Fiona are very sexually charged (laughs) in their relationship, (laughs) which is why (laughs) I think Hunter should be the hero of the next movie. With the fourth Vanessa Hudgens who set up
1: Peter for the diamonds. Yeah. So apparently – no, what happened is that like I guess Peter was going to admit that he had feelings for Fiona and she like sensed that coming. So naturally she was like, got to go. And that's when she got with Hunter.
0: Because, this was like you know, Her emotional ago, wound from her mom. She's, she can't get close to people because yeah. love betrays you. Um, so they look at uh, Hunter's very um, up-to-date security system with lasers and security cameras and, like, motion sensors and keypads and all of this stuff. And they're like, it's going to be hard. So we have to get an invitation to his Christmas party that he hosts so that we can get into his house, so we can have a reason to be in his house. And so they're like, well, because Fiona and him have a history, we're going to do a a regular old accidental bump into each other at the park um, because he walks his dog every day in this one park, Rain or Shine. (laughs) And so we're going to get a dog for Fiona and then she's going to bump into him. But unfortunately, the dog is very large. It is a very cute Great Dane that is the size of Vanessa Hudgens. And that dog chases a squirrel into a bush. And so the... The meeting is not successful. (laughs) And it pulls her into a bush too. Yes. Like afterwards, she's like, you know,
1: the classic like person looks like they fell into a dumpster of Christmas trees. So she has like fur, uh, like uh, fucking evergreen leaves like stuck in her hair. And so Peter's like, oh, don't worry. We can try again after you freshen up. And she's like, freshen up? Like, are you implying that I don't always look amazing? And then he does the like, he's like, does like the chin stroke and he's like, just freshen up a little and, like does the like thumb caress
0: like wipes a little dirt like off of like right by the corner of her mouth and it's like so erotic and cute and the movie acknowledges it as such because the sidekicks in the background are like whoa get a room guys and i'm
1: like yeah this Ooh. is like the start of the innuendo ratcheting up yeah it's very much like are you lost baby
0: girl but like in yeah. front of people and she's not lost <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> Uh, so now they, they go to Hunter's club, and Fiona is in her little sexy club getup, um, and she's going to accidentally bump into him there, and she, set, she sets a honey trap <laughs> on Santa's lap. <laughs> she, like, sits sexily on Santa's lap, but also the guy that plays Santa is, like, very into it. <laughs> like, they take, like, he's like, oh, come here, baby. Like, while well, they're taking pictures, and so Hunter, like, sees He falls right into that honey trap. He sticks right to it. And he's like, Fiona, is that you? Yeah. But then it makes no
1: sense because so he's like, oh, we haven't seen you in so long. Like, it's so good to see you. But then almost immediately he's like, oh, I know you didn't just like accidentally show up here. What are you really doing here? So she like thinks quickly on the spot. and She's like, oh, well, I wanted to sell my family's Pembroke estate. And like it would make I guess he's a hotelier or something like he runs hotels and she's like, It'd make a great bed and breakfast and he's like oh okay like can we talk about it and she's immediately like oh i don't have time now after new year and then like waltzes away i'm like i just that's just like not very plausible setup if if you just admitted to allegedly the only reason you're being here is specifically to ask him about like buying slash selling your estate
0: but her personality <laughs> is flighty she's like the oh that's whatever true. she's like changes yeah, anyway it works Hunter's like, I am so aroused by Vanessa Hutchins, which who wouldn't be? And he's like, come to my Christmas party. And she's like, oh, all right. And they agree <laughs> to tango there, which is important. The tango, they are going to tango together. And afterward, Peter, she says some disparaging things about Peter. Because during the, her conversation with Hunter to like lure Hunter in, she's like, yeah, Peter means nothing. Like, I don't care about him because he's like, what about your friend Peter? Uh, and Peter naturally hears it because they all have like high-tech like earpieces <laughs> and peter hears it and he's very jealous of her interaction with hunter he's very sad
1: oh yeah so now i think this is like when yeah so now of course it's time to like have the montage of like preparing the crew and for some reason like instead of contracting with like real criminals slash spies they like just decide to get fiona's like henchmen in on it <laughs>
0: Right. They are criminals. They went to jail for kidnapping the queen. <laughs> yeah, but very incompetently. That's the point.
1: Yeah, they went to Peter, jail.
0: Peter and Fiona are competent enough for the both of them. So now we have a sexy laser dodging scene. So immediately when I saw Hunter's laser setup, I was like, okay. Naturally, we're gonna get a sexy laser dodging gymnastics like contortionist scene in this movie, and not only were we blessed with one of those scenes, we were blessed with them twice. <laughs> the first time is when they're preparing for the laser thing, and Peter is like, "This is a two person job," and so Peter does some weird like sexy gymnastics slash semi breakdancing dancing like laser dodging, and then he's like, "But this laser is too high, so I have to push someone up," and Vanessa Hudgens. Fiona is like, oh, one of her henchmen tries tries to do it. And he fails miserably, naturally. And Vanessa Hutchins, Fiona, is like, oh, I can do it. And she does this, like, this, like yoga, like, Cirque du Soleil, like, sexy shit. And I'm immediately, like... There's a split involved. And she is, in fact, wearing a sparkly unitard in this. And then there's a very sexy scene where she comes up to Peter. And they're standing two inches apart. And there's an almost kiss. And it's filled with sexual tension. And then he, like launches her and she does like a backflip over the laser and then like gets to the other (laughs) side and i was just like that was the hottest thing i have ever seen in my entire life where does this this princess switch 3 movie get off being so fucking hot like ladies and gentlemen this is how you do sexual tension without actually having like sex or even making out they don't even touch each other they're literally not touching in this entire scene and it is so Hot and it's once again
1: recognized, like in in what's the word, like on scene and storyline. Because again, the innuendo ramped way up in here, and her henchmen are just like afterwards. They're like, "Betty can get past your security systems." There's a little <laughs> bit of do ya, don't ya, can't ya, won't ya? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what the girl henchman says. She's like, I "Must
0: have zoned out." a little bit of do bit do ya, like, ya, ya, don't ya?
1: Can't ya, won't ya?
0: I love it. After we have that super hot scene, naturally we have to have a date. Um it seems to be like this is the only purpose. This this is in no way related to the heist. Peter yeah. takes Fiona on essentially a date, an ice skating date to like a random Christmas village festival in the middle of the nowhere and he does it with a helicopter he gets a helicopter and i'm like is this the bachelor like what is going on like is chris harrison (laughs) about to like rappel down from the roof and be like fiona do you accept peter's rose there will be a hot tub waiting yeah (laughs) Yeah. and margaret just as a side is like looking at them through the window and like very clearly is shipping them and is like this is amazing like I love love (laughs) and they go ice skating Fiona has to hold one of those like cones the like balance cones because she can't stay up which is very I find very relatable (laughs) like (laughs) the first date I ever went on foolishly was an ice skating date and my boyfriend at the time was uh, a hockey player like an ice hockey player and I have never been able to ice skate. And so it was just really... And he was not... Like, he kept trying to, like, do tricks. And I was like, "Get! I'm going to fall over. Get out of here. And <laughs> <laughs> they do fall over. They do. But first they have they have a little dance on the ice because a song comes on. And then um, they're about to kiss and the ice cock blocks them. And they trip and they fall onto the ice. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cute. Yes. And now... Okay, so now... Brief aside, Kevin has to go – his daughter has flown into, like, the neighboring country, like Switzerland or something. So he has to go drive to pick her up. Um, We get our second sponsor of the movie, which is Tesla. Um, They've been driving Teslas this entire time. So he (laughs) drives off and he's like, I'll be back with my daughter by Christmas. Um, I don't know why they chose to remove the hottest man from this movie. No, it's – why? I expected – it. so I was expecting –
1: okay, so this is – right before this is when the impersonation comes in. I feel like you're skipping over that. So, like – I saw this and I was like, all right, there's going to be, like, a triple impersonation and somehow this is going to, like, cause a sticky situation with, like, Margaret and Kevin and they're, that's going to be, like, part of the drama at the end. But it wasn't, so I don't really know what <laughs> the truth is. I guess like it kind of – it could have been because, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, but, so we got the
0: – currently just a dual impersonation.
1: So along with the um, – the the, the 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 team spy practice sessions, right? So they 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 did, they did the lasers. Now they have to practice climbing on a roof. But the man henchman is like laying competent, and he like <laughs> fucking falls off the roof, basically. While oh yeah yeah, they have like um the. The Pavel Envoy, the bishop comes to visit Margaret and be like, hey, how's everything going with the star? And she's like, oh, it's awesome. And he's like, oh, good, good. Because like a few years ago, the king of Shwibba lost the star and we had to like execute him. <laughs> <laughs> execute him. We had to ex- excommunicate him. We excommunicated him. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, fuck, fuck. And there's the classic like behind him in the window fucking man henchman is like falling from the roof and like dangling, <laughs> and so she has to distract him with like christmas yule log but the result is that man henchman is like completely incapacitated so they're like down a person
0: yeah he's broken and, bones and has a broken neck um <laughs> and so they're like well spray. fiona has to take his place but fiona also has to be at the party and then um, we have, so margaret is like i give have you fiona
1: no man no man butler okay let me back let's back up i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm, gonna, I'm gonna, bring in this scene so (laughs) and boy is successfully kept in the dark but man henchman comes in with like full body cast and he's like it's just a sprain, but they're like oh no we're down a person we need someone like who's competent enough to take his place and do all the like gymnastics that will be required and peter's like well fiona could come with me but they're like fiona needs to be at the party too and they're like all sitting there scratching their heads about like what could possibly like what could fix this and in the corner we have like the two servants we have the butler and the um i guess ladies maid who was like instrumental in the first movie and getting getting margaret and stacy together and the butler's like oh well i have an idea and the lady's maid's like elbowing him she's like shut up shut up and he's like no no i have an idea she's like shut up and he's like well if if last year it was plausible for a fucking fiona to kidnap the queen and impersonate her then it must also be plausible for the queen to impersonate Fiona and he gets that out in the open and Edward's like well i've never had a thought
0: in my life so i can't provide anything better <laughs> well edward is also like very against very against the impersonation thing he gets very <laughs> upset by it by like any sort of mention of his life or anyone yeah. else switching places <laughs> Yeah, they decide to switch and um, the butler also wants in on the crime. He wants to be like the getaway driver, which mm-hmm. is like great. He's like very pro-crime now. Like, should we synchronize our watches? <laughs> <laughs> and – um Fiona has to teach Margaret how to be her, um, and she's teaching her how to tango because she's like, "Hunter and I are going to tango, so you, I have to give you like a refresher." Um, and then Peter's like, "No, like this," and he comes in, and there's a sexy tango between Fiona and and, and Peter, and then naturally Fiona pulls away again. So there's a little like tension, there. not sexual, unfortunately. Tension there, um, right before the heist, which has now begun, <laughs> and Peter and Fiona and everyone else, but Peter and Fiona are the only ones that matter, um, are wearing sexy black cat suits, which I was like, wonderful. You know exactly what I want Naturally. from this, like, yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: And then yeah, so they're at the party, and Margaret, aka as Fiona, is at the party. And this whole time, like in the beginning of this movie, I was thinking like, why in all these movies, there's always like an evil family member who's like the villain in one movie, but then gets rehabilitated, you know, like finds the air of their ways in the next movie. It's like Cousin Simon in the Princess Switch. Lo and behold, who do we get a cameo from? Yet again, proving that the Christmas Prince is a documentary (laughs) at this, (laughs) at this, at the villain's party, but Cousin Simon, (laughs) he just like shows up and it turns out him and Fiona are friends because he's like, Phoebe, hello.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, we get – this whole scene is like a bunch of like flash-betweens like Margaret at the party trying to distract Hunter by pretending to be Fiona and then Fiona Peter. And um is just Fiona and Peter because the, the woman henchman is like the computer person. She's Wade mm-hmm. in this situation. She's like watching yeah. the security cameras. And they keep like switching back and forth. But – For anyone who was wondering whether there was going to be a third switch, (laughs) in fact, so we learn at the beginning of the movie that Fiona has to be back at the convent December 26th because she has a disciplinary hearing then, like, with the committee to see whether they're going to extend her sentence, put her in jail, or, like, let her go. But the disciplinary meeting gets Moved up, and the nun calls Stacy and is like, uh, We got a problem. And Stacy is like, My time has come. And Edward, <laughs> who panics at the thought of switching places in any form, is like, No. And he, she's like, I have to do it. Um, so she dresses up as, as and this Fiona. is like high stakes because like what
1: if she gets put in jail as Fiona? Yeah, you know, like if Fiona gets put in jail, they're putting her ass in jail.
0: Also, where do they get all this like huge supply of wigs of the blonde wigs from? That's what I want to know. Fiona has them. And when she when she's coming to the palace for Christmas, you can see in the background that her henchmen are like oh. bringing in a bunch of like busts with wigs on them. It's <laughs> hilarious.
1: That's like in uh, Schitt's Creek, like the mom in Schitt's yeah. Creek with like all her yeah. wigs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um okay so we have the triple switch. Um the cat scale by the way is off the charts in this movie. Not only <laughs> because Fiona's yeah, Fiona's cat f- catchphrase is meow, but specifically in this party there's constantly like growling and purry, purring and like multiple meows and like everybody is just like <laughs> which like they're being cat burglars naturally it's <laughs> like true. it's literal cat burglars yeah
1: <laughs> so what do you want to talk about first the party slash heist or the hearing let's
0: get the hearing out of the way because the party okay. and the heist are like more complicated
1: so they're at the hearing and. I don't, I'm not sure what Stacy's motive is here. Like, I was confused whether she like was actually because why would she even bother going through with a switch if she, if she wanted to get Fiona in trouble, right? Because so, like,
0: because the nuns get in trouble too for letting oh, Fiona leave. True, true. Oh, so like, they have oh to no! no, the no. Nuns. And couldn't
1: Margaret also get in trouble? Like, yes. they could go to jail. Yeah. yeah. So the hearing. So Edward's there because he like wouldn't let her go alone, and he's like, oh well, as the husband of the woman who was kidnapped naturally I would be a great care the best character witness and the committee's like what like confused looking at each other <laughs> and they're like all right we'll just go with it and he's like "Yona's really changed and then like Stacy talks and they're like wow you're a totally different person but then like as they're about to like deliver their verdict she's like oh no 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 maybe you shouldn't shorten my sentence maybe you should
0: extend it actually <laughs> unfortunately that backfires because they're like you clearly have a lot of remorse and so we're actually going to commute your sentence and it's over you don't have to do community service (laughs) and then sister uh what what the fuck is her name mother
1: superior is like oh baby (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: amazing
1: yeah so piano's free like, for better or for worse, I, yeah. it's, it's kind of here. Here's the thing I feel like it's because it's been a year since I've seen the second movie, you forget like that she really was just like straight up gonna kidnap her cousin and like
0: steal all her shit. pretend to be queen. Like, she was going to be she moved up the coronation <laughs> so that she could be crown queen. Yeah, and like now all of a sudden we're
1: just like supposed to take it face value. I mean, that's what happens in these movies. It's always just like straight remorse, no questions asked. It's a Christmas movie, but
0: whatever. <laughs> whatever.
1: whatever. She can take a little bit of the cat can have a little bit of
0: jail for such a cousin
1: side uh kidnapping
0: <laughs> yeah okay so flashback to the party slash cat burglary um or wait, we wait, wait have- last thing last thing it's really rude of the committee to be like
1: the fact that she was late for this meeting makes us think she needs to go to jail when well, they moved up the fucking meeting okay never mind
0: yeah right, that's true on. well to be fair they thought that Fiona was in the building. So, like, it theoretically should not have been difficult for her to make the meeting.
1: I guess. What if she, she had, like, something to do? Like, she had to get her wig styled or something? She's like, not allowed to leave. She's in the middle leave. of it. Yeah, she could have brought someone in.
0: Anyway. <laughs> okay. um, anyway, flashback to the party and the cat bur- burglary. We have Margaret downstairs in her sexy red dress. And her and Hunter... Do this really elaborate, like, gymnastically complicated tango. Like, it's just really, they're, like, twining around (laughs) each other. And it's just, like, really, you're, like, ooh, like, I know Kevin's hot. But, like, so is his tango scene. Like, maybe Margaret should be with Hunter. (laughs) But this is where I come in with saying that Hunter should be the hero of the next movie. The rehabilitated hero. But not too rehabilitated. Because Hunter, the only thing that he's done wrong is steal jewelry and like gold from other rich people. So he's really just like a morally gray baddie. And I think that he would make like a really nice morally gray hero.
1: Here's the thing we failed to mention in the beginning when he was being introduced though, is that apparently he has like a penchant for stealing shit. That's like impossible to buy. Right. That's his whole thing. However, then if he's like about to get caught, he also has like a knack for, Making the evidence disappear, including anyone who was involved. Like, it's not, again, innuendo all the way up on this movie. So we don't ever get
0: it, like, straight up told to us that he kills people. But, like, he's definitely killed some people. I'm just saying we never get any proof of that. And so until and also again, as someone who is a fan of mafia romances where they do like expl, where like the beginning of the book is always like the hero like, like shooting someone at point blank range. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with Hunter being the <laughs> being the hero of, of the next one. In fact, I encourage it. Um, with a fourth Vanessa Hutchins, naturally. So yeah, while the sexy tango is going on, we have an intercut of sexy gymnastics between Peter, and Fiona. It's a great tango laser intercut. Why didn't I write down? I wrote down Stacy and Max. Who the fuck is Max? <laughs> Max. Nobody. Like, Bad no, but both of those are the wrong names. <laughs> Anyways, just before then, they were, like, in – and they were in Hunter's uh, study, and Hunter comes up to get, like, a stolen – fancy bracelet for margaret slash fiona um and so they're almost caught and they have like a little like hiding slash cuddling scene under the desk um and they're not discovered and that's how they find his keypad which happens to be fiona's birthday like the password to his his secret which is great another reason hunter has been in love with this girl for five years another reason why he deserves a happy ending yes
1: yeah no that's hilarious yeah 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 oh my gosh
0: um Oh, also something I wanted to, to point out about the tango scene, two things. Hunter is wearing heeled boots, so automatically – like, heeled leather boots. So his sexiness, like, automatically has increased again during this tango scene. Also, at the end of the tango scene, he picks her up, and her dress, like, goes oh, backwards. And she's not wearing shorts. Like, she's – I mean – I, like, assume she's wearing underwear, and, like, we're not – but we're, like, kind of flashed by (laughs) Vanessa Hutchins in this scene, and I was just very – again, this movie was much more scandalous (laughs) than either of the previous two.
1: It's all the way up. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah I just like love I love a good like tension in our cut I don't know how to describe it like what type of scene this is but like the laser tango tango laser tango laser laser tango yeah. and, it's yeah. like, and it's like it's like it's it's usually like oh the distraction versus like the heist behind the person's back and it's just like great um, yeah I love that well so done so we, this is where we get our second repeat uh, laser jumping
0: gymnastics yes, the sexy laser gymnastics Yeah, and they succeed and but they set the- yeah so they go to pick up the star which is there i thought there was gonna be a twist that like the star wasn't actually there and it was like someone else like peter had double crossed them or something but no the star is there and they pick it up and there's a good old indiana jones situation in oh, which like goodness. the stand starts that's the incredibles i know but still it's appropriate Where the stand of the <laughs> star starts like sinking down when they remove it and then it sets off the alarm we have like henchman girl the the, the woman henchman
1: is on the computer like making it seem to the security guards that it's still like legit and nothing's going wrong but the man henchman starts like freaking out and he's like we gotta get out while the getting's good leave him behind whoever gets left be- whoever falls behind left behind." yeah and so they like convince her to like ditch them so she like shuts down all her computer shit and like the security guards right
0: out. so like the security guards are running they're coming towards them. The sirens are blaring. Margaret does a distract kiss for Hunter where she's like, no, like, don't go investigate the alarm. Like, mwah. and then she's like immediately grossed work. out afterward. Yeah. I mean, it does briefly. He's like, I'll be right back. Like implying yeah. this whole time Hunter has been like, let's go upstairs and have sex. Like the whole yeah. scene <laughs> has He's been, been trying- so yeah. like, not even innuendo anymore. And she's like explicitly like, let's go upstairs. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Stacy and Max are trying to escape. They're literally about to escape. They definitely had to, not to escape. Stacy and Max, Fiona and oh Peter. My, who the fuck oh. is Max? <laughs> <laughs> I it again, I wrote Max does an unnecessary Stacey, sacrifice. Stacy is and not Peter. in the building. Stacey's yeah, so not he's here. Not, okay. So.
1: Fiona and Peter. So, <laughs> Fiona is in the vent, and yeah, for some reason. We find out later, but, like, at this point, it's, like, what the fuck? Peter decides to do an unnecessary sacrifice where he's, like, go on without me. I can't, like, get up there. Although he clearly could because they don't show up for another, like, 10 minutes to find them. Um, So Fiona gets away and she apparently, like, feels no remorse about ditching Peter. Like, she just, yeah, like, she gets does. in the van and zooms she away. She has
0: dramatic, like – Zoom ins of like her face when they get back where she's like sad about dishing Peter. Anyway, yeah. Margaret is like time to skedaddle as well. And as she's running, we get the appearance of the Christmas magic man who appears in all of these <laughs> Netflix Christmas movies. <laughs> it's
1: the same Hallmark guy who
0: is like Santa slash an angel slash. We don't know who he is. He has never explained. But he gives Margaret her like cloak and he's like he's don't the real Saint cloak, Nicholas. Your Majesty. Yeah. And he gives her the keys too, right? He's like, get going. Yeah. All again is good. Um, so the butler is the getaway driver. He finally gets his like cri- to live his criminal dreams and he does some like some like auto like parkour. Like he's like backing up and speeding away. And like there unfortunately is not a high speed chase, but um, probably because they didn't Tesla was like, we don't want to show um a van uh beating our Tesla in the high speed chase. <laughs> um, yeah. And so this whole time, I'm like, where's Petey? Like, why? He
1: just, like, disappears. But we find out somewhat that something, you know, nefarious might be afoot because Hunter and his henchmen finally get to where the star was, and there's no star, but there is a business card yes. for Peter
0: Spyman International.
1: So he's just, like, blatantly advertising his security he's company. like,
0: <laughs> uh, your security's fucked. You should hire me to do your security. Yeah. Which is
1: honestly another point in the in favor of like Hunter coming back. There has to be a fourth movie. There's so many loose ends to be wrapped up. I feel like. Yeah. You know, like why is Peter yeah. advertising? Who really stole the diamonds? Um, is Margaret is 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 the kiss? Is the kiss between Hunter and Margaret going to affect her relationship with Kevin?
0: No. No. Anyway, there is are a bunch can- of loose ends. <laughs> I agree. There should be a fourth movie, and Peter should and Hunter should be the star. um okay so they're all they're back at the house back at the castle kevin and his daughter arrive um they're not really relevant other than the fact that kevin is like oh my god you guys all switch places again you all look like fiona Ah." and it also takes margaret like 10 minutes to acknowledge the the daughter's
1: presence she's just like kevin and she goes up and like kisses him dramatically for like five minutes and then finally after she breaks away she's like hello sweetheart lovely to see you why are you outside of geneva yeah
0: fiona gets (laughs) a text from peter that's like meet me at our old school at 8 a.m tomorrow fiona
1: no no no. fiona so everyone's like oh my gosh did you get it like the whole point of this was the star like did you get the star did you get the star and fiona's like don't worry your royal hotness and she pulls out the bag and it turns out it has a basketball in it yeah so peter double crossed them she's like fuck she's like so angry naturally as who wouldn't be and that's when she gets the text
0: Yeah, so Fiona's personality is that she is jet-setting. She's always, like, bumping from one place to another. That's why she wanted to steal all Margaret's stuff last movie so she could fund her trips. And the henchmen are like, we can get a plane to Capri tomorrow. Let's go. Meanwhile,
1: Margaret's like, stay and have Christmas, Christmas with us. Yeah.
0: So you think Fiona has chosen to go to Capri but instead she drives them all um to the boarding school and she meets Peter and Peter's like I brought you here so that you would talk to your mom (laughs) and she's like give me the star fuck you and he's like I'll give you the star but talk to your mom and I thought this was going to be like a cute grand gesture but no it's just more guilting about talking to family members possibly dying like yeah yeah, anyway Fiona does get the star from Peter, but Peter is like, I can't support – like, I know – they had a line. What was yeah, the line Yeah, he was ahead? like, I know I said
1: wherever, whenever, but
0: this is the end of the road for us. Yeah. So they have a little breakup or whatever, um, and then Fiona's about to leave, but instead she's like, oh, fine, and she goes and meets her mom, and unfortunately the mom is not a fourth Vanessa Hutchins in a wig. It's just an, an old woman. Um <laughs> she's not that old she's just like a, she's not a middle-aged woman lady, she's just a yeah. middle-aged woman um and one of the things i don't like is that so bianca is like i was traveling around the world and then i went to this like ashram retreat in like thailand or somewhere like eh, whatever and i had a spiritual awakening and i just didn't really like that like it was just kind dumb. of like eat pray love casual well, racism well, oh she like, calls being, it out like, fiona's like you pray love is so last decade yeah but like i don't know it just seemed like a little bit more like casual racism than well, like, the mom the movie just, like thought everything about the
1: mom yeah like sucks like there's nothing really redeeming about her at all especially think, like yeah. yeah she's like i realized there was a piece of me missing and it was my daughter and i'm like bitch you shouldn't need like a fucking any kind of like spiritual retreat to yeah. realize that like what how about you is were it? the one missing from her life
0: yeah, but then later she seems to imply that like,
1: oh, she actually loved Fiona the whole time. Yeah, and, and like, then she's like, she tries to make up some excuse. She's like, oh, it's because like I don't know, you don't know much about your father, but he was cruel to me, and so I wasn't running from you, I was running from him. I'm like that makes no fucking. I don't know. Like maybe like, if take we take your have daughter details with you, with you then
0: yeah, I don't, don't know. like
1: you keep coming back to this one place. Like what? You're leaving her in danger. Like if this guy, you know what I mean?
0: Like, yeah, you could easily have come and
1: scooped her.
0: And Fiona stands up to her narcissistic mother. And I was very proud of Fiona. But unfortunately, Bianca pulls out the card that baby Fiona made her. And it's like, I've kept this with me the whole time. And I was like, Okay, you still, like, abandoned your daughter for 20 years. Nona's, like, when I was at this boarding school, I used to steal little
1: trinkets and wrap them up so I could pretend they were for you on Christmas. And then her mom's, like, who knows how many Christmases we have left. And I'm, like, bitch, if you only have one left, it's only – it's your fault that you didn't have, like, 30. The thick layer of guilt of, like, how many – you don't know how many Christmases we have left together comes back. And it's – but it's, like, entirely the mom's fault that
0: they didn't have, like, 30 – Plus Christmases together. You yeah. Know? No. It's horrible. Yeah. Unfortunately. And this is, by the way, like, just very heavy. This, like, movie just overall, it does look far heavier than, like, all of the rest of the Princess Switch movies. Um, it's a lot. Fiona, you know, walks out Um, on her mom. She does not fall for the guilt trip yet. Um, <laughs> we, Then we have a slow-mo montage of Fiona walking away and the mom crying and, like, you're supposed to feel bad for the mom. But I'm like, no, like... Actions speak louder than words, bitch. Like show, actually show Especially that you're not going to abandon. And also, both of you should go to. Later. Yeah. Also, like you should go to family therapy, both of you. But unfortunately, or fortunately, this is a hallmark Christmas movie, um, and we have to forgive family in those. And so Fiona is like, "No, I miss my mummy," and like runs back, and they like reconnect. And I was like, "Boo." <laughs> anyway. The star is saved, Bianca and Fiona and the henchmen go back to the palace and they're like, look, we have the star and they bring it in right before the dramatic like Margaret's about to fess up to losing the star to the uh,
1: bishop and then they come in and they're like, actually, we just wanted to tell you that we got it cleaned and then they place this priceless object on just like a casual table. (laughs) Like I just thought like
0: it's been (laughs) under lock and key previously, but whatever. Yeah, and Bianca Bianca starts hitting on Kevin the same way that, like, <laughs> Fiona hits on Edward, and it's great. Yeah, she should. They're discussing the plans for the Christmas bash the next day,
1: and there's a yodeler. I just wanted to mention that. Like, they're like, we can't offend the
0: Swiss, like, emissary by Yeah, not they've been doing yodeler. this the whole movie. <laughs> they keep bringing up the yodeler. Um, and then we are now – it's the night of the Christmas celebration. We get to the yodeler. The yodeler is actually – fabulous the yodeler is singing along with this like christmas choir and it's just like a mate like perfectly blended and like harmonizing with this choir and it's just fabulous and i i don't understand why we were dunking on this yodeler the whole movie no yodeling is great also just as an aside because it's relevant to the
1: cat scale we then we have like the convo between uh stacy and dummy non-hot dummy edward but he does have he does have his redeeming moment when he's like something about like oh how we can be we're like Catwoman and Batman. And she's like, Catwoman and Batman aren't aren't like teammates and he's like, They could be
0: when it's us or something like that. Right? <laughs> they, are sometime, they are sometimes they are sometimes catwoman and Batman like hook up in the comics. I was I was like we could do that. Edward's <laughs> apparently a little, like, kinkier than, like, we gave him credit for because he's, like, yeah. bringing up this character who's, like, uses all these, like, gadgets. Like, yeah. okay. Uh, Freaking the sheets, Edward. Um, and then Kevin says to Margaret, he's like, did you happen to keep those red heels that you were wearing when you were dressed up as Stacy? Or, I mean, st- dressed up as Fiona? And I'm like, again, this movie? <laughs> like... <laughs> it's implying that all three of these couples are going to like have hot fucking christmas like But there's the
1: potential for swingers there you know yeah. obviously oh, he's into fiona what? like
0: a six-some yeah Jake like, at that point imagine, what it is. imagine yeah. that <laughs> oh as a side hunter has been arrested hopefully he gets out of jail and stars in the next movie but he's been arrested um and which then, like what kind
1: of fucking system is this where stealing an object gets you actual jail, stealing a person who you <laughs> thought was the monarch gets you community service at a convent that you can leave whenever you want.
0: fucked <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Fiona> up. Fiona <laughs> is Fiona's sad, um, because her and Peter broke up, but then Peter arrives and he is so oh my god. He's so fucking hot in his black tie with the with the James Bond white scarf. You know what I'm talking about? Like he's in like a black <laughs> oh, yeah. tie, but then he's got the white scarf coat, and he comes and they have like mutual apologies about hurting each other. Um, and they're both like the acting is off the charts. Like they're both like crying like real tears, oh, yeah. like these actors. I'm like, oh the quality of this movie is just so high. It's incredible.
1: Like Vanessa Hutchins is joining the ranks of Kristen Stewart of providing us with quality Christmas content year after year. Actually, it's more like Kristen Stewart has now joined the ranks of Vanessa Hutchins, I guess.
0: Yes. But yes. Yeah. So then they the three Vanessa Hutchins all kiss their lovers. Peter and Fiona finally get their kiss. And the it zooms up to the superimposed upside down, Big Dipper to end <laughs> the day. And then we have, like, a fun little dance sequence for we the end credit scene where yeah. all of the, the cast and the crew are, like, all – We get like, to see
1: Vanessa Hudgens' body double just, like, yeah.
0: yeah. They, it's like, cute. make cameos. And, frankly, I, like – something I didn't mention was that this movie gave a very strong, like, musical vibes. And, like, we know that Vanessa Hudgens can sing. All I'm saying is that, like, I feel like they could have added songs to this movie and it would have – fit the bill like i i would have not questioned it like there were multiple moments and i was like mm. and they're about to burst into song yeah, it makes you wonder if it was meant to be musical yeah anyway yeah we have this yeah great dance sequence a la like the end of shrek like that kind of yeah thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all right
1: happily ever after set up for the fourth maybe please fingers Netflix. crossed i will write it
0: for you please <laughs> <laughs> i already all have right. the plot <laughs> all right cat scale off the fucking charts yeah i think i don't Just think that's expl- gonna be controversial explicit cat references. Yeah. <laughs> like incredible
1: she hates dogs also i mean she hates the big dog
0: yes yeah we we specifically don't see the corgis the corgis are mentioned and tossed aside <laughs>
1: yep yep but that's uh, i think that is supposed to be an explicit slight frankly
0: <laughs> yes to the queen of england who doesn't yeah. have any power, but while well, the Queen of Montanara does. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Bitch. <laughs> the cat queen. All right.
0: So. that yeah, it was a, wonderful. <laughs> um, so three, three two, two, one. one. Ten. ten. Yep. Yes. Ten out of ten. Yep.
1: Really right. knocked it out of the park.
0: This is wonderful. <laughs> Highly recommend watching this movie. I'm I'm being in like in no way. I'm not joking at all. Like this was such an entertaining movie. <laughs> like, it, like it was so fast paced. It was like well written, well acted, just fully entertaining. My favorite kind of Christmas movie, which is like the Christmas crime movie, a.k.a. Home Alone, Die Hard. Now Christmas Princess, Switch, Switch, Princess 3. Switch 3. So Allison, where can they find us? Mm. Well, you can follow us on Instagram at WeRedItOneNight. uh, like us on Facebook, we Read it one night, or follow us on Twitter at WeRedItPodcast. Podcast, or we have a TikTok now. So you can follow us on TikTok at We Read it One Night and help us live our book talk dreams. And you can also uh, email us we Read it one night at gmail.com where you could tell us if there's anything you think we're doing great or anything that you think we're doing better, we could do better, or if you know how to fix our audio problems, also email us. And also, if you uh, download, rate, follow, subscribe, that would be amazing wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you leave us a review uh, and on Apple Podcasts and you say in your review a book that you would like us to do next we will add it to our handy dandy spreadsheet and we'll do it as an episode one day uh godspeed comrades and have a very red christmas <laughs> when the revolution comes where will the christmas prints hide <laughs>